Okay, we were all ready for this. We are. Oh shit! Are we already recording? Yeah, we're yeah. sleepy. Oh, uh, yeah, we're all we're all three of us very tired. Kayla's jumping in with like a surprise recording there. We're just yeah. you know vibing out with some do do So wait, wait, just just uh, let's all introduce ourselves and say why we're all tired as we do. My name is Dylan, and I have been working or recording a dumb podcast or doing some bullshit uh, nonstop for the last like three days. I have not paused. Yeah, I, I, I'm exhausted. So, Kayla, why are you tired? Um, that's just kind of part of who I am at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I understand that entirely. My entire life, I have been tired, so that's my hell. And I'm Max, and I just finished a three-hour drive home after spending the last 48 hours with my parents, who I haven't seen in eight months. And that was decent. Okay, well, okay, so I'm Dylan, he's Max, she's Kayla. And we're the ring of zone. And we're talking about, uh, what is it, Adventures of Light Distortion? Oh, I got the name right. I'm so glad. That just sounds like somebody named their band that just to be an asshole about naming their band. It sounds like a name of an episode of Community. Is I, oh, it does too, but also it's just like, well, yeah, right here, not, yeah. we're Adventures in Light Distortion, yeah. and here's our 17-minute accordion set. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. no, it is, it is a little bit of a weird uh, episode title as far as Steven Universe episode titles go. It's a weird episode. Yeah, too. Steven Universe episode titles don't sound like a thing you'd normally title an episode, but this does. I think that's the real issue here. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, okay, so this is uh, well, Hillary Florida or Zook, I think, I... I, I, uh, it's, I think Hillary, yeah, I'm not sure about Lauren. Um, yeah, good job on them. So th- this episode's an interesting one, because, yeah, like... Yeah, it's a different... Because so, we were talking about this very briefly, but, you know, the biggest criticism I see of Steven Universe these days, or at least the one I've seen most frequently, is just people complaining about how the show's characters are never on model. But now this episode is just all about the characters being off-model, so, like... Yeah. Fucking uh, whatever. Yeah, the, off, like, the off-model like, stuff, the off-model stuff, like, and you don't see it until you look for it. It's like, uh, like what's this is there's a school of painting though i can't remember the name of it uh but uh, the whole thing is it draws something to be the most beautiful it can even if it's not the right thing like, like it's like it's like if you have a drawing of a beautiful woman and she's draped with whatever thing um if her leg would if the, if the painting would look better if her leg was a little bit further up even if that wasn't physically possible move it up and it doesn't matter it just looks beautiful and you, you know you don't need to like analyze the shape of her body and where her you know, bones would go you know what i mean it, yeah. i can't remember the, it's a very it's like a whole huge entire part of history of our history and which of our fans are like ah oh, it's fucking this what are you talking about you're not really defining it right but yeah that I, I no, think, it's it's just a matter of like aesthetics, basically. I think it's a way. I think it's a good way to to think instead of like we need to make everything. Like I don't know, like it's good, <laughs> whatever. I completely uh, agree, actually. Yeah, I, I like this episode a lot, though. Um, yeah, but I also am ambivalent to it. Like when I watched it just now with you guys, I I really dug it. But I watched it alone, and then when I watched it a few times, kind of like did dislike it, but I didn't really love it either. It just kind of felt like they it's, had to get there somehow, and yeah. it happened, and it was a little bit goofy, yeah, and then it was weird. It's like, I know we say there's no such thing as a filler episode, but let's be honest, this kind of was. I would call it, I, would, I would agree with not episode, which is a restrictive format. But I wouldn't call it a filler episode personally. I mean, it, like, it serves a purpose in the plot and all. But I mean, like, the fact that it needs to exist yeah, no, feels like filler. Like, is- it's more mandated by plot than, like, a naturally 
thing that needs yeah, to no, be explored. That, that's yeah. what I mean. Where it's it's not filler, but it's very, very, very close. I'm not saying filler. Like I guess I'm trying to create a new definition of filler yeah. here. No, no, I, I I agree because I, I believe on a uh, it is in a lot of ways very, very close to what the definition of filler yeah, so is. Let's just call this like the other kind of filler. Yeah, literally, whole needs to be filled yeah. in. But it's not just there for no reason. It's a required episode. It's an episode that had to happen. Sure. It's a plug episode. Yeah. That's what it is. It's a plug. And that's fine. And they did a good job of it for what it was. Like, I don't know what I would have wanted. Like, okay, because some episodes I look at and I'm like, this is how I would have improved it. Like, this would have made me enjoy it more. And I think this would have been a better idea. This one, I don't really know what I would have done better or whatever. I, I think they did the best they could with what was available, the plot, and what the story was. I think it was funny where it needed to be. It was a little bit heartwarming where it needed to be or sad or whatever. And, uh, I don't know, it was goofy. It was, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost like they wanted the transportation from Earth to the zoo to take place at the beginning of another episode, but they just couldn't figure out how to make it feel yeah, like a fully they... formed episode in the 11-minute yes. format, so they had to make it its own episode, and then they were like, well, now it's too short, what can we do? Well, and I was, was going to okay, because the Right now, when we're releasing this, obviously, the new bomb has, like, officially been released. And that is very, very, very clearly written for a five-episode arc. Like, they're now writing to be seeming bombs, I think. And they're all... That's where I think you come into those... The trouble of you can't shift things around because you'll need to do it in five days and if you want to do like a double episode which is how you, you would handle this i think the best way to do this would be, be two-parter you can't do that in this format you know what i mean like you, yeah. you only have five episodes to do it in, you know but i would say this is an example of like where if it wasn't a bomb they potentially could have had a two-part episode and it, it could have been a much smoother transition yeah but you yeah. have to fit into a certain you know, episode count in a certain format yeah i feel that yeah, uh, I don't know. I think it was a decent episode. I, I like the goofy, uh, round the wonky gems. I think we need to put out the call for uh, one of our listeners to Photoshop uh, Pearl's face over Patrick and Steven asking, well, what do you normally do when we leave? And have Pearl say, wait for you to get back. Pearl, Pearl has like, like a, a weird... fucking dog just sitting she there. Has, yeah. She has like a BDSM dog-based relationship, I think, with all Rose Quartz. Like, she's just sitting there like on her knees. We yeah. Waiting. yeah, I I feel like also what the fuck does Pearl do otherwise? Like sometimes she does puzzles, but like we're she's not gonna go anywhere. Yeah, like, puzzles and waiting for Steven and Garnet to get back. Yeah. Um but yeah, now that was cute. And also Paradot and Lapis, I like that little exchange. Yeah. Um the first time I saw it, I I you know, looks like Lapis just has like the like are are you seriously asking me? Like like is this seriously a conversation we're having like about potentially going to Homeworld or not? Because mm-hmm. no. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I love that. That was without without having a voice, they managed to get a lot across of that. Paradot was just adorable as always. Yeah, I mean, like, I buy Lapis going to Homeworld to save Steven, but she doesn't give a shit about Grey. So, are we uh, making official our headcanon that the roaming eye is a TARDIS because it's bigger on the inside? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So, I, I think gem technology is so good that, that, that okay, because it's bizarrely small when you yeah. look at it. I, I pause it a few times and it's like it, even with the rubies it looks it's the rubies don't fit it's yeah, like, weird Garnet is like almost as tall as the whole ship so. and, yeah, and I realize that if you're like gonna put a huge ship there you can't put a huge ship there so like if you put a huge ship there and you don't have it be like tiny inside you're not gonna see anything you won't read the spaceship I understand if it's a small spaceship no one's gonna fit in it 
So it's like, I just feel like, I don't know, all right, yeah, there's space aliens, TARDIS. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, you know what I mean? It's like, it makes the most sense. Yeah, um, and also, like, the the roving eye could be designed like that to just accommodate different size gems or, yeah. or uh, like, different fusions or what have you. Um, like, uh, for the bomb that just got dropped, like, Aquamarine's ship, if I remember correctly, is also like that, where it's much bigger on the inside. Yeah, it is, he, it is like, giant on the inside. Yeah, so, so they must just have, similar to how their gems work, where their gems are bigger on the inside, because they can store all sort of stuff. How great would it be if there was one, one gem on Homeworld that rebelled like Rose, but they just stole one of the Roman guys and, like, went on a magical adventure? Just like, like there's this a gem doctor. I think that's just if I were a gem, that's what would happen. Yeah, you you would be. Yeah, you would become a doctor, but you wouldn't help anybody. You just <laughs> run around. Let's be honest. I'd help some. You'd ar- yeah, you'd help a few people, and then you'd argue with a lot of them, and then some of them you just some scream of them at. I would like help them, and then get into an argument, and then unhelp them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. Okay, so they get in the. Get in the fucking ship. Ship's crazy. Love the ship design. Love the background design. Blatantly a bottle episode. Uh, totally cool with that. Just a lot of like, like, uh, weird, like, I don't know, trying to, like, like crap science from, from Pearl in this episode. Being yeah. like, our bodies are. And it's I, like, uh, was... you don't need to try to convince me. We all know this is impossible right now, but theoretically, it's a thing. you don't need to try to give me some, like, like words. I, I, uh, <laughs> I was gonna save that for my final thought, but I actually really enjoyed, like, the comic book physics explanations, uh, in this episode. Cause just, like, the getting into, like, even though it wouldn't, like, how would it work? To, to be clear, though, when I say that it's, it's stupid to include that, I like that it was included. It's like, it's like one of those things where you put crap, it's like the Venture Brothers is full of crap science. Like, yeah. you don't need to explain why a shrink ray works to me or some bullshit. But if you say phosphates and shit, it's kind of fun. So, yeah, no, you know I what I mean? Like, Pearl just has a ton of, like, bleh nonsense. And I was like, eh, not necessary, but it's, that's why it's great. Yeah, and, like, that also kind of harkens back to the, the kind of feeling that, like, it feels like they wanted this to not be its own episode, but then they were like, well, how do we fill out 11 minutes with, like, this one little thing? Uh, comic book jargon. Comic jargon, which goes on for a while, which is great. And then you have Steve and fucking ruins everything. They would have been fine if they just stayed ruby shaped and got out. But no, he was like gonna DD from Dexter Lab this shit uh, and ruins it. In my notes, I have button mashing is never a good solution. Yeah, really. Steven didn't even know like what the buttons yeah, said. It, yeah, and, and the buttons don't even have like gem text. They're just abstract shapes. It's just like we like you press this button in a pie chart which goes up and down appears. Yeah. Um we kind of we kind of blew right past uh, the the rubies though making their first appearance since their I guess oh so sad and that's when Steven sent Navy on her trajectory that would eventually lead to betrayal yeah yeah the running into the rubies um, physically literally running into the rubies was our first indication that we're actually going to see the rubies again um, yeah. rather than like I think we had all agreed that they were just you know kind of doomed to a fate worse than death and that we weren't gonna come back to them at all. I, I'm not sure if I was an episode where I ever said because what I always thought was Steven did doom them to a fate worth of death. Like, I always thought that he did do that. Yeah, that's why he's like guilt. But also, I feel like 
as a cartoon, I kind of knew that we would deal with it. You know what I mean? I mean, like when Garnet said, when Garnet said we really should do something about that, like way earlier than this one, I was like, yeah, because it's like a, it's, like, it's like a Chekhov gun situation. Yeah. Like, introduces plot. It's like when Adventure Time, if Betty shows up, what episode? You're like, all right, whole new plot line. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's one of those kind of things. Where you're like, all right, this is the thing. Now we're gonna have to like deal with this later on. Although so. not. We're going to have to deal with it later, but not as soon as Steven said he would deal with it, which was on our way back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Didn't pick him up on the way back, but he said he would. Yeah, he just wanted to get back home and hang out with Cody. Put a dick. Um, All right. I just wanted to, to make sure that we touched on the rubies before yeah, we Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you did. Done. Uh, this, this, is a, this is a sleepy episode. So now so. we're going on to the emotional part now? Is that where we're yeah. at? Okay, so, so, like, yeah. so here's my thing about that. Um. I'm saying this as someone who, like, been, like, writing some kind of angsty breakdown stuff lately, just, like, characters bearing their emotions and all. It's not that I have a problem with, like, anything that Steven is saying. I think that, generally speaking, it's kind of an incredibly appropriate reaction for him to have to his dad getting kidnapped. But this is just, like, the weirdest fucking context for it, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, the rest of the episode doesn't fit with it. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, there's that. The rest of the episode definitely doesn't fit. Like, a lot of the time, they kind of structure episodes around the big emotional moments. And that's kind of, like, why I say this felt like filler or plug is because, like, it just didn't really seem structured around this. But also, it's just, like, he's fucking jettisoning through space, and I'm not saying when you're jettisoning through space and literally breaking reality, you shouldn't have emotions, but it's just too much of a mood shift, too quick, and it, yeah. I just feel like well, there would have been the a... pacing was odd. There could have been a better opportunity at so many other points in, like, the whole story arc. This is, this, is what I was, this is what I would say about it, though. Okay, so Steven or Pearl or anyone cries, I know that they're going to be safe when they stop. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, if any... So... so because I know Steven is in no danger whatsoever because he's sad right now, if you do that scene, which is supposed to be, like, sudden, and it's like, oh, shit, all of a sudden, we were having fun, ah, and that's the whole thing, like, to give us that emotion, we have to think that Steven might be in actual danger. It has to be a shot. For, yeah, it's confirmed that he's not in danger because he's talking and he's sad. So that's why it doesn't work. Like, if we thought Steven had a chance of, like, I don't know if you know there's some shows where, like, they kill kids, like, like, Game of Thrones, like, no one's safe. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? So it's like, if this was a show like that, like, we would be like, oh, fuck, like, we would be, like, nervous and exactly with him and everything, you know what I mean? So I think the problem is that it's just, we're accommodated to knowing how television works, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that is, I, on to a point, their job is to write television. So to a point, I will say, that is the best writing, because you should know it. But also, I would say, if I was a kid, I don't know if I would have put that together. And if I was a little kid, this shit might have blown my fucking mind. So maybe really good job. I don't know. I feel like I can't judge, which is why this episode, I, I the only word I have is bifolent. I, I don't feel good, I don't feel bad. I just don't know. And I, I like some parts of it. I dislike some parts of it. But I don't know if those problems are valid or not because I don't have an eight-year-old to ask. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I thought the whole emotional thing, though, what what it was, I realize, I understand your point about, like, the, the pacing of the context of it because of our adults, I think, is the reason, but, uh, the shit he said, like, him crying for his dad, like, like, emotional breakdown to the point where you cry for your mommy, like, level, is, I, I love, I love that they went that far with him, because he's, after this, all these episodes have been about Steven self-actualizing, realizing who he is, taking his own identity, like, breaking down, like, you know what I mean? So, they kind of peppered in 
slowly starting around now, I think, Steven becoming his own person or realizing that he has, you know, consequences for his actions. And everything after this deals exactly with that plot and that idea. All right. Yeah, that was really well put, Dylan. Um, And I agree with you that I think he had to have a really childlike emotional breakdown, you know, because he's 14 and his dad was fucking kidnapped. That that alone. He should have been crying from the start. Yeah, that alone should have been enough, but he was kidnapped by like an intergalactic warlord. (laughs) So, So I think it had to have happened. And I think it was it would probably disrupt the pacing of whatever episode they could have plugged it into. So I think that where they put it is probably the best place to have put it. Yeah, if this was at the zoo, it would have been. Yeah, weird. it would it would have been a lot more. Like I can see the episode where where Stephen gets upset and he's crying, and all the people are like, "What's wrong, Stephen? I don't understand her." And the blah 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 yeah. blah. Like I can see that it was that, but that sucked. No. So that's this is yeah yeah the ideal place to put this and like start off the Stephen becoming a man plot. All episodes after are just Stephen's bar mitzvah. <laughs> like do you know what I mean? <laughs> like he's just becoming a man. I've been yes. waiting for that joke, and I finally have it somewhere where I can bring it out. This is the beginning of Stephen bar mitzvah. Everybody grab a chair. Oh fuck, he's the he's the right age too. Yeah, right. I've been holding on to that one. My bar mitzvah, I never got lifted on the chair. Yeah. And every other bar mitzvah I've ever attended, that's happened, but it didn't happen at mine. Aww. So thanks for that. Doing. I'm sorry, Matt. <laughs> Fuck you. That's my final thought. Well, you know what? My final thought is that Steven's Jewish fucking Reddit flame war. That'll be my final thought. I love that head <laughs> cannon. <laughs> I, 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 what I love is when that head cannon is disputed, and then people are like, "You're a fucking anti semite," and they're like, "You're a fucking idiot," and they start fighting over the dumbest thing in the world. Does Steven celebrate Hanukkah? <laughs> like, P.S. There's no Jews. <laughs> okay, so Steven's crying like a little fucking pussy. Wham! Am I gonna die? My all my moms are dead. My dad. So that happens. Then finally, man's up and he presses his hand to the only button on the screen because whoever designed this shit was a boss and realized if you're about to die, make only one large giant button to stop it. Very, very good, UI design. Yeah. He hits it. They smack forward. And oh man, gems are back. And just a quick note. If the ship had coordinates for a location, is it not unfeasible to think that it would have just, you know, stopped? stopped? Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Just, just like parked itself. Yeah. Because, 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 it, because it's like plugged in to a fucking mainframe yeah. for all these places. Like it, and the, <laughs> it's basically they have an air traffic controller controlling everything, like opening doors and shit. So, yeah. Kind of an idiot. I feel like, I don't know, whatever. Like, I, really don't, <laughs> I yeah. really don't think that there was any danger at any point in the episode for any of the characters. I, I agree entirely because when they, <laughs> when they did stop, I was like, wouldn't this have been like, what the, like all of, all that it showed was you're going to end up here. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Technically, that's really all that that screen showed. It didn't really say explosion. But yeah. Okay. So gems are back. Gems are cool. They're all happy. Uh, I like Amethyst phasing through a planet. I don't know about you guys. That was my favorite little bit. <laughs> that was fun, yeah. Oh, I also liked uh, Puma Cub. Oh, yeah. We skipped over that. Uh, Puma Cub is great. I just, I love, I love uh, Amethyst's enthusiasm over warping her body. You know what I mean? Yeah. Amethyst is like, hey, yeah, we're back. And Steven's like, oh, I'm crying again like a puss. And everything's good. <laughs> uh, and so Steven drags, like, his vagina flaps over and looks at the zoo. And, <laughs> and then, yeah, we win. It happened, and we're ready for the next episode. That's kind of how this one ends, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It kind of yeah. ends on a setup, yeah. Like, it's weird because it starts with a setup that we didn't know yet. Like, it starts with a setup of the phone call, which, you know, comes back what, 
four episodes later or whatever. Yeah. But this Which one we'll just Yeah, and this one literally ends with like, okay, next episode. It literally yeah. it should it imagine it, it, it really would have been great if next time on Dragon Ball Z. Like that guy. Because it really <laughs> had <laughs> the <laughs> like <laughs> it had <laughs> that like thing of we solved the problem, which is relatively minor for right now, but it's part of a bigger problem. Yeah. And then that guy jumps in, says what happened, and says a little bit about next like, that would have been perfect. Because it was exactly yeah. this show though, especially um with the, the latest Bob. It's, bit, it's just so Dragon Ball Z. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But we have a Frieza now. We like, like You know what I mean? Like we, We've had the exact arcs of Dragon Ball Z. I cannot wait to get to Boo. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> um, I'll say that's my final thought. Um, what are y'all's? Mine's still the chair thing. That was a surprise final thought right there. I never know one of those. Just fucking I'm, boom. I'm digging this like German streamlined level of efficiency that we're plowing through this episode with. Yeah. We're all so tired that we're like, I gotta get this shit over with. <laughs> Kayla, what's your final thought? So I guess I guess my final thought is that I need to forgive this episode because it it really does set up a much more dramatic couple of episodes. A, a theme that yeah. is within Steven Universe is you need to have a joke before you get into the really heavy, yeah. scary stuff. So so this whole episode at the time, I didn't like it, and now I see that it was very necessary after, like, you know, having viewed the whole bomb and yeah. waited some time. So, I'm sorry, Crooniverse, you were right. <laughs> Basically, yeah. is my final thought. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I, I mean, it's, it's interesting, because if you think about, like, this is a, kind of the start of Steven's arc, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, his first insecurity about Jasper kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, all right. Great. We actually just ended the episode before, forgot Kill had final thoughts, because we're all so fucking tired. So, uh, <laughs> we're gonna end this shit now. Max is already asleep. Got a very deviated symptom. I'm Dylan. I love you. Please keep listening to the Ringo Zone. And, uh, send us fan mail. Just anything. And, uh, that'd be fun. That'd be cool. I love you. Good night. Bye.